Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of Wrong Ones. So we have now finished the T20 series in Australia. The games are coming too thick and fast. It's damn tough to keep up. But uh, yeah, that's three matches done. India won that. Two games to one. Unfortunately, they lost the last game. Otherwise, they could have been the only team in the world who has finished a, a full calendar year without losing a T20 game. But it is what it is. We lost the final game. Uh, it's really sloppy. Um, but I guess they weren't really switched on on that day. So yeah, let's uh, look back at the T20 series that has just gone by. Uh, what worked? What didn't work? Were there any like unreal finds that India had? I mean, I think that's one that everyone is thinking of. Uh, who was the best player of the series? And also, what about Australia? How was their how was their tour? And I mean, that tournament. And yeah, looking forward. So uh, first off, I think we st- we start with India because you know why not? So. Noor, what do you think was the biggest positive for India on this tour? Um, concussion substitutes. I was just about to say <laughs> same thing. How <laughs> that? No, I think concussion yeah, substitutes. I think it was a legit concussion. No, I, I, I don't it's know. Fine. I, I don't mean, doubt definitely, that. the pain just... can definitely travel from the hamstring to the head. No, he <laughs> got it on the head. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um. No, yeah, uh, I think winning that first game really set up India to win the series. And I think the whole Chahal's uh, bowling that game really won us that. Uh, Chahal and Atrajan again in that first game were great. I think our bowlers in the first game did really well. And the other two, not the greatest games for our bowlers, but our batting did well. So I think overall, holistically, I wouldn't be like the one person made us win this tournament I think everyone contributed I mean there are some players that were a little disappointing but I think overall there, there was good contribution from every player and I think that's what worked the best we I mean I think the final probably one of serious note is <clears throat> Hardik Pandya's batting I feel like it's just come a long way uh, the maturity is showing um, obviously he's had the talent he has the skill the maturity is showing and the responsibility it takes to take it all the way uh, is awesome all right, here's a controversial opinion. But what happened on Coffee with Karan was the best thing to happen to KL Rahul and Hardik Pandya because after that, they have both become much more mature and much more level-headed and they've now taken this, like what they have seriously and they have bo- they've both become much better players since that happened. But yeah, maybe it was... I mean, the thing is, to okay, be... I, I see that point, I see that point. But also at the same time, they're both actually getting to the best spots of their careers that like yeah, well, I mean it's correlation correlation and causation right at the end of the yeah, day exactly right? there's a correlation fine but I don't know if there's really a causation to it. anyway so yeah uh, I think for me also Hardik Pandya worked indefinitely and so did um, I think one other thing that worked for us is that we managed to win a series okay fine we won it without uh, when they were also not full strength but we managed to win a series without Bumrah Rohit Shami really uh, like three or four of our top players were not there and were not playing. And Jadeja after the first game. And we still managed to win the game, win the series. So that was pretty a pretty good thing, I think, for us. I feel like Shami's just been a non-factor in T20s, though, for T20Is, at least, for some time. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a question when we come to a bit later segment of this, of this podcast about <laughs> what you guys uh, think about a particular question. But So, uh, moving on to what didn't work. Noor, what do you think? Didn't work. What didn't work for India? What let you down? A number four, number five batsman, if you don't count Hardik Pandya. I knew that five. was coming. 
Yeah, Sanju Samson, Manish Pandey, Shreyas Iyer, all not the greatest tournaments for them. That's really disappointing. Shreyas Iyer had one good innings. I mean, a good cameo, twelve or five. Yeah, he mean twelve runs. Yeah, I again, it's like Shreyas Iyer. The last game, he didn't really do much. Maybe you could argue that he had to hit the ball from like the get go. That's why he was playing aggressively and he got out. But I think, um, I think okay, Shreyas Iyer maybe didn't get as much of an opportunity. Sanju Samson for me was a bit disappointing. This tournament, um, especially because he's so dynamic, he can hit such long sixes, and I just—it's just this number four problem for India, and we just need to figure it out. I'm actually—I'd uh, say out of the three, I'm most disappointed in Sanju because see, uh, Ayer wasn't playing the first game, and then he came in, had one decent game, and then the second last, last game he went out for a duck. I mean, that happens. Um, Manish Pandey should not be there, but then he was there and he he played a terrible innings. But I think Sanju Samson should have seen this series as an opportunity really to cement his place in the Indian middle order because he got three games and he got three games and it's not like he came in any of those games when we did like twenty to win of fifteen balls or twenty to win of ten balls when we had nothing when he had nothing to gain over there. He came in in all of them I think with more than sixty to seventy runs needed, like he could have or when he had enough time to bat in the first game. Uh, he they could easily have built in innings, built his like confidence, and like made like his role is as a six hitter. And I I know I mean I've have been had arguments with people over the last few days. Uh, according to them, Sanju Samson should not be blamed because the role of an Indian number four five, given the top three and the way they play, is that they have to go and show aggression. And I don't blame Samson for the way he got out in the first game. It was a great shot. He hit it straight to the fielder, slightly left or right. It would have been a it was a boundary. At least he was trying to show the intent. His third innings was disappointing because he, uh, given the match situation, it was quite a slow innings. But I think I agree that we need people to that we need him to show the aggression, and we shouldn't blame him when he gets out. But I just feel like with Sanju Samson, it happens way too often that he gets really attractive-looking 15 and 20, and then he gets out. Like even in the IPL, even in international cricket, it just seems like it's a recurrence. Like it just keeps happening, and that's what disappoints me because like there's so much he's capable of so much more, and I feel like I don't know. This might be a personal bias, but I feel like. If Rishabh Pant was to do the same thing and get out, get fifteen twenties and get out at twenty, then the whole of India would be on his case. Like they, everyone would be like, get out. This is the same thing again and again. But for some reason, other players don't get that sort of treatment. So yeah, Kabir, what else? What for you didn't work? I mean, I think your point on Rishabh Pant is is definitely quite apparent. Um, I think I definitely think if Rishabh Pant had done the same thing, there would have been complete furor over what what how he played. Um, had he played, um, so yeah, I mean, there's a bit of a double standard there, but I guess there's also some more context to it. On like, you know, Rishabh Pant has been given a lot of opportunities, etc. Um, no, what I was gonna say was, and this is probably the most obvious point, is how bad our feeling was. Um, it was just shambolic. Um, I well, let's say uh, on average, do we it wasn't have just us. Uh, well, okay, that's that's definitely true. Those those feeling problems on both of them. I'm talking about India here specifically, um, where and especially in the last game where um, we it feels like we just couldn't see the ball. Um, the last game, I honestly think they were half of them were playing asleep. Like what were yeah, the views? What what was going on? Yeah, I think that was the definition of a dead rubber game. Like I don't think any of them cared except Kohli, and then he got out. Yeah, without game. That was that was a mad, mad innings. Wow, yeah. without game to his hundred again. Yeah, 
Yeah, but T20 hundred is tough, man. But I think some sure. of the shots he played were like unreal. Like he just played a flick for six, and then he hit yeah. the one behind the legs. So that was like yeah. That was a great innings. Can no, I but- just point you guys made about Rishabh Pant, and then you guys can continue about what you. I feel like every like- podcast we have. We have to do a segment. Is that because we're free anyway, We should yeah. do a segment that is where's Rishabh right now. <laughs> yeah. Finding oh, like God. finding Wally, finding where's Wally, where's Rishabh? <laughs> where's Rishabh? No, I think like uh, one thing I miss about Dhoni's captaincy is that he really did give players as many chances as they needed before they started working, and I wish. And it, this is the same thing for English players. I don't, I don't, I know Kabir didn't pick him for this team originally, and I guess he was right on that note. But like, he spoke a lot I of wish, shit because he had Mayank at four, which which we also have. Yeah, which we all did yeah, have. But, but he didn't choose Shreyas, right? But like, I still think Virat Kohli needs to give Shreyas Iyer, give Rishabh Pant time. They're still young. It's not like they have that much experience as well. And I wish like he kind of like. Supported them the way Dhoni supported some of the players, like even a Raina in his T Twenty career, and Dhoni support of him. You know, so I wish there was more. I don't know. They just they were given more time. I think in addition to that, like for me, um, I think which Shreyasai is less so because I think he has sort of established himself in ODIs. He's had one bad series. I think India will stick to him. He still has a batting average of like forty five or forty six or something. Which is not bad, so they will stick to him and they'll give him chances over there. I think when it comes to the tests, uh, to T Twenties, I don't think they really see him as a out and out T Twenty player as such. But then I'd say if you're choosing between him and Manish Pandey, I choose him over Manish Pandey to bat in the middle order any day. But I think uh, with the problem with Shreyas in T Twenties, he has to bat up the order, and I'm not sure if that uh, batting at five and four is his best positions because he's not. He's not that like go as much as I love him because I'm a Delhi fan, but he's not the kind of guy who can go at it from from the off as well as some other people can. Coming to Rishabh Pant, I think I've heard this argument from a lot of people. Oh, Rishabh Pant gets so many chances. He's got so many chances. He's played so much. He gets out the same way. Blah 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 blah. How much T20 international cricket problem, has he played? No, he's played quite a bit. He's got like 20, 20 games, I think. But the thing is, um, the issue is there's a difference between getting chances and getting. Chances, knowing your role and knowing your what the team expects of you, and I think that's the difference with Pant. I think with Pant, he was not given the chances in the right way, and I think if you look at the way T Twenty cricket is developing right now, India is going to end up lagging far behind because we don't have the kind of players who can come in and go straight. And I actually, for me, I think my ideal four, five, six for India. Would actually be a situation where after Rahul, Rohit, and Kohli, we have maybe Surya Kumar Yadav at four because he's a three sixty day player who can play anywhere. Then you have Pant at five, Hardik at six, and Jadeja at seven. Like that's some serious hitting that's, power. That's a, yeah, hundred percent. I completely, completely agree with that. If you have yeah. that top seven, then you can have the top three playing the way they they do. One of them will come off. If they don't, then anyway, you have enough batting power and muscle. To to match like teams like England because honestly I think our biggest threat for the World Cup next year is England. I don't think West Indies are the force they used to be, but then they always show up in the T20 World Cup. So so let's see what what happens there. But I think definitely that we need to look at uh, strengthening our middle order. And if not, fine. I can understand people saying no to Pant. But I'd really I can them at least give Kishan a go then because Kishan is also a power hitter and he bats in the middle. But like one of them, someone needs to. There needs to be a change in our middle order. You cannot have people like Manish Pandey and Shreyas Iyer coming in at five. That's not their position. So it has to be a six hitter. Whether it's Sanju, whether it's Kishan. I, I mean, I think it's probably is unfair on Sanju if they drop him after three games. But uh, 
I firstly I don't understand why he was selected because his IPL was also quite average. But I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, moving on. Who do you think? I mean, I think this is a pretty obvious answer. But who for India was the find of this series? Natarajan. No has given the answer. Kabir. Anybody else? Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say Natarajan, but also Hardik Pandya's batting. Fair enough. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Here is the question I was talking about. So, is this, is this a Shami question? Yeah. So, if at the T Twenty World Cup next year you've got a fully fit Bumrah, Bhuvi, Shami, and Natarajan, who are your three to start? Bhuvi, Bumrah, Shami. Kabir. A lot depends on how Bhuvi is bowling. I, I really. It depends on how he's bowling in nets, how his like fitness is coming along, all that kind of stuff. Um, he's got my eight, assumption. He's is got eight months. Fit. He's got eight months to get fully fit. No, I know, but then it's it's also all the like functional stuff with bowling. Can you bowl as fast as you used yeah, to? Yeah. How much trust do you have in your body and all that? Yeah. Okay. How about this? My assumption was that. Bhubi yeah. So I understand that. Fit. So Kabir, if you have a fully fit, if every all four fit. are fully fit, who is who are your three? Okay, bowling, bowling like he was. Like six months ago. Then, yeah, bowling, bowling. Yeah, like I mean, was seven, I eight months I, ago. Yeah, okay, fine. I, I go with probably Bumrah, Bhuvi, and Natarajan. Yeah, I think that's. I'm confused between uh, Natarajan and Shami because I think it's also what India needs. Because if I guess Shami is the better bowler in the power play, Natarajan is the better bowler at the death. Uh, with Bumrah, Bumrah and Bhuvi, Bumrah is at the death. Bhuvi used to bowl up top, but then he also developed his death bowling. So I don't know. I feel like we have enough death bowling cover, and Shami can also bowl yorkers. I mean, it's a good problem to have, but I don't know. I'd probably just edge Shami in terms of like experience and stuff right now. But if Natarajan develops, keeps developing the way he does, uh, the way he is, and I think Natarajan needs to add a little bit of pace because otherwise, on flat tracks, he's going to be belted. He's one uh, thirty-five. Yeah. Bowling straight, he'll get he'll get killed. So yeah, yeah I, I think they have PS to develop uh, pace. Otherwise, the left arm is always a good option. So we need one as well. Definitely. I the reason I chose Shami on uh, before Natarajan is essentially on experience because it's a World Cup. There's loads of pressure, and no matter how like calm Natarajan is, a World Cup can get to like the best. Yeah, but of we're assuming. I mean, we have. I think if all tours go ahead as they're planned, we are supposed to have at least I think fifteen to twenty more T20s before the World Cup, and there's another IPL. So that's about thirty games that Natarajan could play uh, before the IPL. No, before the World Cup. I I get that, but like still, Shami has way more experience. He's played in World Cups before. He's faced these batsmen way more times than Natarajan has. Um, I think Natarajan will do really well if one of these bowlers don't do well in the World Cup, which is a complete possibility. He's a great fourth seam option. Yeah, I think for me right now he's probably just fourth. But if he develops, then I also think he definitely. bowls like obviously his bowling style is different than Bumrah and stuff. But this goes to the point you were saying earlier. I think he bowls like what he bowls is similar to what Bumrah does in terms of like lengths and stuff. And you want different types of bowlers in your in your team. Yeah, but he's doing it with a left arm angle, which is tough to get away. And I think yeah, uh, Bumrah. No, it will be great. quite mad to watch Bumrah and uh, Natarajan bowl the like the last three or four overs. It'll be pretty pretty insane to watch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay. Player of the 
also uh, i have to tell you guys one stat i heard okay before we move on to the player of the of the series for us um shardul thakur yeah i think since what was it since um since he finished or since last year since last world cup i think the 2020 uh, 2019 world cup his stats in t20 cricket are absolutely incredible like he's got sorry in t20s in 2020 he's got 59 batting average strike rate of 197 bowling with 15 wickets in 10 matches at a strike rate of 12.4 that's not bad it's not bad at all that that is i don't yeah. know i just don't understand how he has these stats like yeah. he looks so innocuous when he's bowling Yeah, he's gotten quite a lot fitter though. He's become a better bowler this far. I just so, hope yeah. India don't put him in as the third seamer in the World Cup. <laughs> He'll get slaughtered. No, I I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to the player of the series. I think this should be the same for all of us, but um I'll go first on this one. Uh, Hardik Pandya for me. I think Hardik Pandya definitely like he's matured as a batsman, and I think having Hardik Pandya playing that way gives so much more confidence to the top four and top five who know that they have someone to finish. It's like what Dhoni used to give to his team when he was in prime form. I think Hardik Pandya is slowly reaching Dhoni levels. Like he's um, become really mature. He's finishing games. He's calculating. He's not getting panicked. Like even in the last in that second ODI, second T20, when we were like looked like we might be falling behind, he had a couple of sixes, saved it. Then uh, in the last Over he knew he knew he just needed two sixes. He waited for those balls and hit it. Uh, so yeah, I think Hardik Pandya for me was the player of the series. Noor, wait, I have a quick question. How much did Kohli make the first game? Seven or eight. He got out to that. And how much? Up. And then the second game he made like forty of twenty-four. Forty of twenty-four, right? Yeah. Just to be different, I'll say Kohli did really well this series. <laughs> I think I think Hardik Pandya was my top guess, uh, like my top not guess, my top choice. But uh, I think Kohli batted really well as well. I his last innings was incredible. I was gonna say Kohli as well. Actually, I completely agree with you. I think we wouldn't have been in the position to win the games that we did had Kohli not batted the way he did. And Hardik Pandya. I mean, Kohli didn't innings. contribute to the first win at all. Yeah, I know, but I, okay, that doesn't matter. We did win the second one, right? <laughs> but that was more Hardik than Kohli. I was still calling you. Forty twenty four, forty out of twenty four. Like I mean, I want to know. I want to know why you got uh, Hardik. By the way, had forty four twenty two in that second game, which we won. So that's yeah. Uh, so it's not that much of a difference. Also, but, like for me, do you see the way he batted the last game? It felt like if he yeah, had six more balls, he would have won. Last game, obviously, he was good. But I don't know. I want to know why you guys stand on this. I'm confused. But um. In that last game, we were chasing what was it, 186 in yeah. 120 balls, and Virat yeah. played 61 and scored 85, which meant that the other, others, uh, basically on average, the other batsmen had to score 100 in 10 overs at 10 and over. So basically, Virat batted 61 balls at under the run rate, required run rate. So where do you all stand on this, Kabir? Um, he one said. I think that's really a fact because like unfair because like fine he batted a little slowly if you look at it like that but you saw the innings he paced it according to what his uh, teammates were also doing no, they were so getting I, out. I understand that's why I'm saying I want to know where you guys stand. I don't have an op- I haven't really got an opinion. There was nothing wrong with how he paced that innings. He would have got if he didn't get out. He would have made those runs. No, we wouldn't have won the match even if he batted in the end. I don't think so. 
I think we would have. Do you not remember oh, Australia India when we were chasing like twelve or over? Kabir. Um. Look, I think because there was nobody else to support him, it is excusable. But at the same time, I don't think that he. I I think it was one of those cases where he definitely needed support to win the game. So I, I don't know if I'm ready to like put the entire blame on him or not. Um, it, it that's a tough one because it, it's that whole like toss up between um, is his strike rate going to win you a game or is his strike rate keeping you in the game? Um, and I think actually in this case it was the latter. Okay. I mean, yeah. uh, to be fair, how many times have we seen people chase down 30 runs in the last two overs in T20 cricket? Right? Yeah, it's the point is to get to the 18th Hardik, over. It would have been just that. Would have had to but be just if, if you think, if let's say Hardik didn't get out or if Shreyas didn't get out and he was there and he, if, if he got like. You can't run a whole cricket game on ifs. I'm not saying, but I'm saying the fact that, like, I don't think he batted slowly. Like, that was your question, right? Like, I think he started. No. He was 50 or 40. That's quite inexcusable when you're chasing that higher score. He left himself a lot Dude, to do. Look at what, look at what Rahul and Dhawan did. Like, Rahul got out second ball. You can't blame him. I'm not blaming him. That's that's the thing. They got out. He had no as support as from the top balls. two, from the openers. Yeah, but he got out, right? Kohli yeah, but, but by that logic, Rahul scored a 50 in the first game and Kohli didn't and we won that game. So No, I'm not... This is not about KL Rahul. This is about the fact that given the circumstances, no, no, I, I, Virat I, I, Kohli played an innings because Dhawan and uh, KL weren't able to support him the way they would they were doing in the other games. Yeah, I think I agree with Kabir that in this instance, we'll be fine because he didn't have that much support. But on a regular basis, like if we were if we finish the innings three down or four down, and he's got an eighty-five or sixty-one, it's probably not okay because then you're you're playing quite slowly. Uh, that can I ask you a question? Is this a concern also because of RCB's uh, over rate uh, runs per over rate from seven to thirteen? Are we a no, bit? It's not because that. It's just because like I think um, there's a lot of belief or a lot of um, a lot of people around who, th- who think that maybe India is kind of falling behind in T20 cricket and the way T20 cricket is played uh, because like if you look at a team like England they, they you will not get an 85 or 61 in an England team. It'll, if he's got 85 it'll be of 50 balls. Like even uh, Matthew Wade had 80 or 53 in, in that in the first innings of that game. But yeah, so that's um, that is the India review, I guess. So now we can move on to Australia and what Australia did. So uh, Kabir, what are your views? What do you think worked well and what didn't work well for Australia? Hmm. What worked well was their spin bowling, I thought. I think they bowled well against us. And um, between Mitch Webson and Adam Zampa, they had that one-two punch that was able to actually put pressure on a batsman. Unlike our leg spinner who just got hit for two games in a row. <laughs> it's okay, it happens. He's uh, It's excusable when you're as good as he is. Um, no, I think, yeah, I, I think surprisingly, they surprised me at, at, because of how well they played. Fair enough. Noor, what was the... No, yeah, I completely, I completely agree. I thought their spin bowling was great. Um, I also thought Steve Smith was phenomenal. Um, in the T20s? No, sorry, I'm thinking about the ODIs. No, didn't he play a good innings in between? 
No, he had one. No, that was the ODI. Sorry, sorry, ODI, ODI, ODI. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm thinking about the ODIs. I'm thinking about the ODIs. Uh, no, I thought um Maxwell played a good innings. That's what I'm trying to say. Sorry, I thought Maxwell did well. Maxwell, Maxwell did really well. I don't understand him. I don't understand this man. India, he's Australia's Rishabh Pant. I've uh seen many like he's a hit and miss player, right? And Maxwell did. But he's a Rishabh Pant in the opposite way. Rishabh Pant kills the IPL and then doesn't do that well on the international stage. Maxwell flops in the IPL and then kills the international stage. I mean, yeah, they're they're enigmas, right? They're complete enigmas to cricket. But um, I think Maxwell was great. I think Maxwell gave them the punch. Matthew Wade was played two really good innings. So I think they batted well, with the exception of maybe the first game when they were outspun, literally outspun. But um, I think yeah, I mean, the... they played against twelve players, so it's not their fault. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, I thought this. I thought their pace looked a bit weak, though. And we're coming to um. What went wrong? I thought their pace bowling wasn't. I mean, I like I get sands and stuff, but you know, whatever. It didn't look like the strongest pace attack. Yeah, they had quite an average from like they had like five. Uh, what was it? They had they had like that fifth and sixth choice, I guess. Fourth, fifth, sixth choice bowlers bowling. Yeah. Because their top three weren't there, and then yeah, I'd say Abbott and all are four, five, six. Uh, similar to India though, so I don't know if that's much of an excuse. Maybe that's why we get high scoring games. Uh, but yeah, moving on to what uh, I mean for me, I think one thing I want to say is I hope India, one of the Indian openers, looks at Matthew Wade and plays like him, because honestly, we need one opener to give us a start like that. We are too like pretty conservative in the power play. We need to like just go out and bash it like mad. We we have this formula where we. Take it easy in the first three overs, and then lift it in the last three overs, and that's not always going to work. Like you just need to go and like bash it, and one of you, one of the batsmen needs openers need to take a, the attack in the opposition. So, uh, I hope India can learn that from what Matthew Wade did, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what Australia do when Warner is back because Wade looked a million bucks. So are they going to like drop him to three, four, five? What's going on? Let's see. So yeah, what didn't work? Noor already said for her the pace bowling didn't work. Uh, for me, I think. Um, the second opener, like Darcy Short, Aaron Finch, they both look quite uh, out of it, quite bad. I guess Finch also had a double injury, but Darcy Short has got so many chances at the top level, and he just didn't look the part yeah. at all. Uh, and now I'm pretty sure he's going to go to the Big Bash again, be player of the season, and then uh, everyone will be like, "Oh, what do we do with Darcy Short?" Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, I guess he's just not made for the international level. Uh, yeah, Kabir, what what do you think? What didn't work for you? Uh... I'm just gonna repeat this again. I think the fielding didn't work. Didn't <laughs> work for India. Didn't work for Australia. Um, I think that catch that Steve Smith dropped is probably oh. the most yeah. incredible bit of fielding I have seen in my life for a long yeah, time. The tough. Uh, to be fair, Kohli dropped an awful catch as well, if you remember. Kohli run out. Yeah, he got the run out. Yeah. But, Can I ask yeah, you guys a question about Steve Smith? Yeah. Do you think? Um, I mean, I was I I was hearing the commentators talk about this, but do you think Steve Smith is a better player when he's captain? Like in the sense, he's a better fielder, he's a better batsman, he takes on more responsibility. So, like, do you think who would you choose as a captain? Not in T Twenty. Considering everything, Steve Smith is not in T Twenties. In Test, yes. In Test, yes, maybe. In I think Finch is tactically also a better captain than Steve Smith. Steve Smith is not a great tactical captain. Like, he's been out. Uh, he's been. Uh, shown like shown up pretty, a lot of times uh, tactically as well. So I think 
in ODIs, I would, I mean, limited over. I think Finch is brilliant. Like some of the moves he makes. Like I think even in the last heat when he when he got on Zampa, when they were hitting, uh, and then Zampa and got, got Pandya. Yeah, exactly. That was a pretty bold, what is it, Dhoni-esque move to like bring on a spinner in that situation. So yeah, I'd go with him. Maybe in the test, but I mean, Tim Payne has not done anything wrong, and anyway, he's got another year or two years left in him. I think we're more for Australia. What it is is they need to ease. They need to get the public. Uh, okay with Smith as captain again. That is going to be key for them. How they get the public to agree or uh, applaud Smith as captain because the Australian public is very hard that way, and they need to be eased into the idea of Smith being given captaincy because it will happen. I think it's unless they're preparing Manus as captain after Payne retires or Payne finishes. Uh, so I mean, it's it's a it's a big issue. Do you think they are? Do you really think they are? I think Manus- a bit young. No, but I I'm assuming Payne will play another two years, maybe like one and a half, two years. He turned thirty-six, so maybe he play year and a half, two years. Uh, that's what he, I heard him say in an interview. And then after that, I think in two years, Manus will be quite experienced. I mean, it's it's all about. I mean, Smith probably is who they want to make, but if they don't get the or manage to convince the Australian public or some or whatever, then they might have to go with Manus uh, because I mean, who's is, their vice captain? Isn't it uh, Pat Cummings? Yeah, but I don't know if Cummins can captain. I don't think they'll make Cummins captain. Team. Yeah, I don't know if he can captain a test team. Uh, but he seems like the guy who has leadership personality. But I don't know if it, it might be too tough as a bowler to captain a test. I mean, Kumble did it, so let's see. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, what do you guys think? For you, who is Australia's player of the series? Wade. I like the way he batted. Maxwell and Wade. I like the way they batted. Yeah, I mean Maxwell, man, just came out of Maxwell was shit in the first two games, though. Maxwell? Yeah, he was good in the third one where they won. The first one he was terrible. He got out like third, fourth ball or fifth ball to Natarajan. The second oh, one in the second game. As well. Yeah, he's got a few runs, but he was not like he's not match winning or match turning knock. No, and then in the third one, he got dropped. He got out when Chahal overstepped. There's a lot of stuff that happened. Yeah, I just I feel I don't know why it feels like he played really well because he, he killed well, but... us in the T Twenty in the ODIs. Yeah, I don't uh, know. But, uh, for me, it's Wade. I thought Maxwell did pretty decent. So and Zampa, I think bowled well. So you know who had a low key very good uh, series? Moises Enriquez. In yeah, first, that's true. The first game, he got three wickets and got a few runs as well. I think. I yeah. think they're gonna have That's a good true. option. Like uh, this is what I'm so jealous of Australia. They've got uh, Moises Moises They've got um, Stoinis. They've got Cameron Green. And here we can't produce even one six bowling option. They're sitting with seven and eight in their team. I actually want to see when they have their full strength squad back. I mean, obviously Abbott, Sam's. We and, do have a six bowling option. Uh, it depends on if Pandya starts bowling. But uh, Abbott, Sams, I think Abbott, Sams, and uh, who's that third seamer who played for them? Um, Ty. Those three would obviously go out for the other three, for the three quicks. And then Warner will come back. So uh, it'll be interesting to see who they leave out for Warner. Will it be one of the all-rounders? Australia has a really good T20 side. <laughs> really they don't really. That. Like, there is a lot of... Dude, no, like... Dude, if, like, Maxwell plays this way, if Stoinis has continues his IPL form... Yeah, but the thing with Australia, think about the it. Order, uh, that's always been an issue. Like even in the T20s against England in England, they fail to stay some like runner ball scores. So, I I think I think what they will do is when this guy comes back, Warner, they'll probably I mean 
obviously, I think the Darcy Short will leave, obviously, and then Warner will bat up the order, and then maybe Wade at three, Smith at four, Stoinis, Maxwell, Enriquez, five, six, seven. No, five, six. I mean, you have to drop one or the other. You have to still drop one. You have to Could drop. Do. Oh, you have to drop one because they have. To, unless they're playing. Uh, no, they might play all and then drop one of the leg spinners. Are you talking World Cup squad? It's generally like Australia's best oh. team squad. So yeah, for me, I think uh, the player for them was um, probably Wade. Wade was pretty good. Wade did really well. Uh, he's got. He had two beginnings. And uh, Swepson was good, but the Swepson just didn't look attacking at all. He looked like he pulled so many short balls. Yeah, he looked like you could hit him. I don't know how he got so many wickets. Like I think apart from the ball that got Shreyas Iyer, all his other wickets in the series were off really crap balls. Even the one that got Sanju was like a full like ball that he hit straight to him. But yeah, um, I think that is all that we have to. Did he get a couple of wickets off full tosses? His wicket of Kohli in the first game was terrible. It was like yeah. halfway down the pitch, and Kohli, I don't know what he did. He checked it back. Then. Yeah. Anyway, no. that is uh, the P20 review of uh, what happened in this Australia, and we will be back in a few days to uh, predict and forecast and preview uh, the scariest series of this tour. I'd say because uh, it doesn't look very. Uh, it doesn't look very. Uh, can we can we just talk about the tour game really quickly? Because unbelievable, I think. Obviously, we're missing a few guys, right? But at the same time, I think if we have this team, anybody in an India squad or India Test squad should be able to beat an Australia A team, even though they have a lot but of. They guys, have their of, Test players there as well. No, I know they yeah. have a lot of Test players there, but Cam Green is is not is not a Test player yet. He is. Right? They are big. He's being selected, uh, considered for the first. No, but he's not, he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't played yet. He's young. Okay. Um, Will Bukowski is Will Bukowski is unreal. No, no doubt about it, right? But there's a Travis lot of guys who aren't experienced at that level, right? But there's a lot of guys who aren't experienced at that level, right? Between Will Bukowski, um, yeah, but an A game doesn't have the pressure of a Test match. So you that, that the fact that you never played at that level doesn't I matter. Think, no, but huh, you I mean you do understand? You, you do agree that we should be able to beat these guys? I don't know about beat, but we shouldn't have been giving them the cha- uh, a chase of one thirty I mean, in the last. Yeah. It's not the first time we've lost to an Australia A's tied in tour. No, like, it's definitely not. But I think with the, with in modern times, it's far rarer. I, I worry. I worry for that opening partnership. I honestly worry. I don't know who's opening. Guys, no, who, who would you? Whoever uh, opens with my aunt, whoever opens with my aunt, uh, just hope they step out. Step out. I think, guys. Who do you, do you think they would even consider opening with KL? Yeah, I, you'd have to. I mean, I I would one hundred percent up to. I don't know. That. I think they might be looking at KL to come in at four once Kohli leaves. That's also. Maybe I mean I'd rather I don't really know. To but then there's also I think between KL and Gill will recover Kohli when Kohli leaves, and then whoever doesn't open, whoever doesn't play that spot out of those two, and either that person or Shaw then opens. Oh God, Vicky Shaw the start comes at his Oh my God! Not just that, oh. even when Gill he's so loose outside the off stump. I don't. Yeah. So is KL. KL is not very good as a test opener. Like. There was a reason he was. He's a better batsman than the two of them, at least now. I don't so. know. I think Gill is probably talent-wise is probably the best. I don't think so. But I love KL. I think KL. I would open KL and Mayank just because of their chemistry with each other. But uh, guys, what if we lose the one match with Kohli and then win the rest? What if that happens? If that happens, imagine. 
Imagine. Kabir will, on this podcast, write, re- recite a love letter to MS Dhoni. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll take that. If we win this 3-1, losing the Kohli test and winning the other three. Yeah. Wait, how about this? If we lose the Kohli test, but win even one without no, Kohli. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's possible. We can win one game without yeah. Kohli. They yeah. could be 3-0 up and then rest everyone in the last test and we win that test. Okay, if it's except dead robber. No, no, guys, no, it's no, stop, stop, ask, stop adding all these uh, conditions. It's, it's simple. If we win the series, okay, fine. Do, do if we lose the Kohli it. test and win the series. Okay, fine. That means you still have to win two, Kabir, out of three. No, no, no. It's only, only, when it, only if it's 3-1 India. <laughs> okay, fine. Kabir has taken this bet, guys. Now you've got to hope that India delivers. Uh, let's see. I think the first test will come down to the toss. But okay, we will talk about that when we come. Uh, back for the test review. So thank you guys for watching. Test review. Thank you guys for watching. Like, share, comment, subscribe and uh, we'll see you at the test review.